Hello, Wanderers. It's Mandy, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. We wanted to stop in real quick and thank you all for listening. We love getting to create this podcast, and we would love to hear from you what you think about it, too. If you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review on whatever app you listen to your podcasts on and tell a friend about us. We'll check back in with you all at the end of the arc. So until then, enjoy this next installment with our space heroes in Outlaws Wanted. Last time on Outlaws Wanted, the crew of the Honor had some much-needed downtime after their last mission. The galaxy is in turmoil, but they made it home. Bolstered by the backing of all of the remaining Keepers, as well as a slew of newly earned upgrades, the crew should be ready to bring the fight to chaos. So setting the stage for where the Outlaws are at right now. After your last mission, chaos kind of masquerading as the Interstellar Council has basically gone into open war with the Galactic Alliance and the Imposition. From a distance, this hasn't changed much for all of you in your day-to-day lives, being at Homestead and not being sent out on another mission at this point. But what has happened slowly over time is more and more crews are coming back to Homestead and sticking around. So at this point, Homestead, in some ways, is far more festive than it ever has been before. There are lots of old friends who are finally at home at the same time instead of being out on missions. There are a lot more people here than is typical and that makes it kind of a happy thing, but it's also a bad thing because it means no one is being sent out because there is not a solid thing to do yet. So I think we will start this with all of you sitting around one of many tables and like, like a canteen on homestead. You know, there's food being cooked behind a counter across the way, and it's very crowded and noisy with a ton of other crews. What is everybody up to? Is Sully in, like, the disgraced superhero? He's got a beard, like a full beard. I don't know. That's up for you to decide. Um, I think Jyla is trying to convince Sully to eat the hottest pepper that they have available at this canteen. Uh, Jyla, I'm not going to eat that. I've seen you eat it many times, and every time it is miserable to watch. Oh, but it's so it's so good. See this this uh, white hot supernova specter pepper. It's it's the best one. You gotta try it, Sully. Come on, Sully. I know you want to. If you eat one without swearing, I'll try one. Oh, you got yourself a space a deal. So she pops one in and. Tears start streaming down her face. I want you to make me a roll just plus, um, gosh, what's it called? Cool. Yeah, we can say plus cool. I was either going to say plus tough. Plus cool or plus tough. I mean, my cool is better, but I'd be willing to do tough if you thought that would I think cool. I think cool's fine. Okay. I mean, I do well. That That's a 12. So, uh, she's just got her mouth open, like, fanning it, like, it's hot. It's so good, Sully. 
there's gonna yeah. be like a time where she almost says spacing but turns yes. it into a different word yeah uh i think that was the so <laughs> uh as like tears streamed out her face and she drinks a lot of i don't know space cow milk space cow milk everyone's favorite yep. spow milk <laughs> no <laughs> spow sounds kind of cute not gonna lie i like that one i mean i feel like sully will be a man of his word and then try a ghost pepper or sorry, Supernova Specter Pepper. White Hot Supernova Specter Pepper. <laughs> nice. You got a 10. All right. So both of you managed to handle this like champs. And as you're kind of like coughing and eye watering through this ridiculously burning hot yet floral pepper, a kind of familiar face to all of you at a distance walks up to your table. This is uh, Odessa Wynn. She is a uh, uh, like another captain of another crew. It's like one of those things that you've heard of her, but you've never met her like directly. So she's like familiar to you, but not like friends. She sits down at your table kind of unannounced. Hmm, pepper eating contest. Uh-huh. Want one? She reaches over and grabs one and pops it in her mouth and starts chewing with just like out breaking stride. <laughs> so y'all are the crew that pulled back uh, Grizzle and that... Galactic Alliance guy that he was with and his other friends, am I right? Yes, I will be right. Yes, that was us. <laughs> well, I guess you're sort of famous and infamous then in that way. Well, uh, infamous in what way? Well, I mean, it's not like any of us really think it was your fault, but it was that mission what made the Galactic Alliance and the Interstellar Council and the Imposition now being kind of a three-way tug-of-war... That we are not doing a good job of stopping. I mean, I think it would have just happened without us. Well, now that's why we don't necessarily... Again, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just curious to talk to all of you, maybe? I mean, it's nice being here and it's nice having shore leave and a break, but I think some of us are getting restless. And do you expect us to help with that? Oh, no, not necessarily. I mean, you have to understand, it was the mission you were on. Again, I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. I'm just saying we're now in a sticky situation, if that makes sense. I guess, I don't know, have you guys been out since then? Have we? I don't think we have. Oh, no, no, no. You guys have been, you guys have been kind of like grounded since all of this happened. No, and I think news just kind of, like, pours in every day. Like, the feeds are full of new planets that are that battles have broken yeah, out at and right. all that. Vi has definitely continued tracking all of it, too, so that we have a pretty comprehensive map, scope, I don't... Uh, whatever, of the battles that are happening and where... Any chaos ships have been spotted, specifically the dreadnought. I mean, we've been uh, we've been grounded just like everybody else. I mean, that is understandable, but I don't know. There's horror stories coming in from every captain that's arrived here since, and all the ones that are popping home from slugs. But yeah, it's rough out there. the The border is less cold now than it was before, as you can imagine. And I guess I think all of us. I mean, I think maybe half of the people here are hoping that you're going to do something amazing. Because, I mean, so far you've been relatively, comparatively successful against Chaos, so we're all very impressed by that. The, I think the other half are just scared of what you're going to do next. <laughs> you got anything in mind that people are itching for us to do? I think they just want to target more than anything else, you know. What do, what do we do? I mean... Right now, we don't have anything to aim at. 
but it's worth asking questions about. That's true. I always feel better when I have somewhere to point my guns. Yeah, that's the case. That is the case. And uh, I guess that ship, that Black Dreadnought, you're not the only one that's seen it now. But I think that you fared the best of anyone that has, so... Yeah, I was actually actually just thinking about that ship. I was wondering what had happened to it, because I hadn't heard much about it. Recently. Oh, you should you should talk to uh, the captains. They've seen it. Where has it been spotted? So the answer to this is being told out of character because it's like I don't have a list of 700 space names. The sightings are random, but specific. Like there are like even Vika has been able to track it. Mm-hmm. And so like she has seen it pop up a bunch of places. But even aside from that, there have been a lot of reports of a ship mas- matching this description popping into, like, the worst battles. Then I would have probably heard about it. What, whatever we hear, uh, Vi is taking notes just to make sure that all oh, of the information is correct. Yeah. I guess my point is we're all pulling for you because we need something other than sitting here and celebrating well, the Galactic well, the Galactic Alliance and the Imposition and the Interstellar Council ripped themselves apart off in the distance. Well, we aim to please, Odessa. She stands up and says, let me know if you need anything, and kind of saunters away. Did uh, any of you guys get the impression that she thinks we're like superheroes or something? We've only had one slugging on our crew ever, and that's pretty rare, especially with Jylum on this ship. Hey, now. I mean, is, am I wrong? I mean, I guess I've kind of... I've kind of always felt like we just kind of stumble our way through and get lucky, but maybe we're actually good at this. I don't know. It just seemed like news to me. I don't know. I I kind of got the impression that people are uh, more not too thrilled with us if we were the ones that came out of the one of the last missions when all the well, I guess the last mission when all this happened. Like it's our fault, but that was kind of the vibe I was picking up on that yeah. we got everyone benched, so to speak. It kind of seems like she blames us, but that people expect us to do something with that. <laughs> At the same time, though, if we hadn't gone on that mission, not, I don't think anything would have changed. No, I don't think anything would have. Well, I think a lot more keepers would be dead. Yeah, that's true. I think, if anything, it's a net positive of our of our mission, but clearly not everyone thinks the same way we do. Are we supposed to get a hook from that, Cody? I'm not. I think we're supposed to go after the Black Dreadnought is what I'm, ga- what I'm gathering. Not exactly supposed to get a hook from that. That is just like... Flavor. Flavor, yeah. It is informing you that... uh, I I guess the only thing that I would say that that is a hook from is there are more people around than you are used to, and you can talk to anyone you want, but there are more people to talk to than normal. I don't want to, like, push you into that, though. If that's not something you feel like your character wants to do, it's not essential by any means. Okay. One thing I will agree with her, though, is uh, I I am also tired of just sitting around here. Amen. Yeah, maybe it's time to uh, take some of these dreadnought sightings and figure out, see if we can figure out what the next move is. Do you have an algorithm you're running about predicting the next spot, Vika? I don't know if algorithm's the right term so much as I have all of the sightings and when they were spotted and... I don't know, maybe we can see it heading somewhere on the hollow table. Yeah, like maybe if we can spot a pattern and and uh, predict where it's going to show up next. Well, that's the case, I'm all ears. Or eyes, as the case may be. Is that a roll we want to make? or You don't need to make a roll for that. Like, last time, 
Vika established that she was looking for the the black dreadnought. So you have been looking for a pattern actively that doesn't necessarily need to go down to a roll. Yeah, I think this is something that's been happening over like the last three episodes. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, right, right, right. Like this tracking is just ongoing. Yeah, right. I think at this is is there anything else that you guys want to talk about while you're sitting here? I don't think so for me, but okay. I would like to go to the slug chamber place because she mentioned people were coming back with stories. Oh, okay. So you just want to go talk to someone that was slugged? I I don't know if necessarily it's a scene that needs to happen so much as I'm curious if more people are coming back like Grizzle or if people are coming back with memories. Um, I think that that can be a decent scene for you guys to have. There's there's stuff there. Does that make sense? Sure. All right. So you guys make your way down to the uh, slugging chambers. So I want, I just want everyone to know we made a mistake. I was called on it and and I have to own up to it. What happened here? There's, there was a guy who's in charge of the clone slug place. The first time I introduced him, I didn't give him a name. The second time I started calling him Horace. Horace was a name of a different NPC. I messed up. So I'm sorry. I mean, it's... It's a big galaxy. I'm sure. I'm sure there's multiple people with the same. There name. could be two Horuses, and Horace felt really good for that. His middle name's Horace. Yeah, right. His it, it's like a joke between the two of them. They call each other Horace. All right, so you head down to Evander's lab, who's now the person who's in charge of the clone slugs. Hello. What can I do for all of <clears throat> you? You're right there. You sound like you might be a little sick. No, just busy. There have been lots of resurrections. Are a lot of people being sent here? Well, a lot of people are coming back from here. Yes. Have they been showing up normal? Mm, Are you speaking of how Grizzle and his friends and compatriots came back? So far, they are unique. But if you would like to speak to some, I have the latest batch, as you might say. Here in a room, some conversation might be good for them. As long as we don't have to call them batches, I'm cool to talk to them. You know, people have complained about me saying batches before, but it feels accurate. All right, just show us the way, Evander. (laughs) He gestures you into a small room. There are people at this point in their kind of rehabilitation. They're like reading books. Um, Some of them are maybe like almost doing like recitations, um, like standing and speaking just to like get used to doing that again. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a noisy place. And it's like a very they're at that stage where they're developing verbal stuff again, because that's like kind of later on. Okay. Um, I think we go up to the nearest person. Sure. Uh, and tap him on the shoulder. So, yeah, I guess I should have done the whole, like, give me a one word description, but that's okay. We can move on. Respectable. No, I mean, that works. So when you when you go up to the person and tap him on the shoulder, he stands up. He's, like, pretty young. He's very, like, kind of standard looking, like, standard haircut, very overly rigid. He stands and kind of tries to bow and stumbles a little bit. You can tell he still has a little bit of like jelly leg that's left over from the slugging. At first, he just thinks someone else is coming up to talk to him, but then he sees all of you and goes, oh, oh my gosh, you're the crew of the honor, aren't you? Hi, um, my my name's Flint. Hi, my name's Flint. That's uh, nice to meet you, Flint. Hi, Flint. It's nice. Do you want to s- sit at this table? Sure. Uh, sure. Thanks for offering. <laughs> 
So you all take seats in like, you know, plasticky hospital like chairs and he kind of pops back down and just kind of looks nervous. Sorry about us dropping in unannounced, Flint, but uh, we were wondering if we could talk to you about what happened before you got slugged. If it's not too painful to say. He's not going to remember that, though, right? Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I only remember leaving for, you know, they told me it was an easy mission, right? With it, you know, I'm a little bit green still, and I was just supposed to go and basically just make sure pirates don't attack a freighter ship full of food. Real exciting stuff, I know, for, I'm sure for all of you, it's like, whatever, boring, but... For me, it was like, okay, first time getting my feet wet. Next thing I know, yeah, I'm waking up here all jelly-legged and, you know, I don't like Evander much. Anyways, um, but my crew came and told me what happened so I can I can talk to you ab- about it. Yeah, by, by all means. Well, my crew, pretty lucky, I guess, in terms of things. So we were attacked. Yeah, I mean, that much probably pretty obvious. And so we were just supposed to make sure this ship got from A to B safely. That was all going fine, Um, but we had to go through a fairly populous system, right? Like, it was a fairly crowded planet. We were just supposed to be flying under the radar. Next thing you know, giant black ship drops out of phased anti-space, or at least I think it did, and just starts opening fire on everything. Our Our crew, sorry, still getting used to talking again, our crew tries to help. We, like, interject ourselves into the situation... That was a that was a bad plan. So, I mean, we got boarded apparently. Things got pretty rough. I got shot. I died, and now I'm back here. So, not good, all things considered. Anyone else from your crew get slugged or are you just the lucky winner? No, just me. They they've started making fun of me for it. But that's all right. First one's the hardest. Yeah. First one's the hardest. You got over it. Looks like you're doing just fine. Yeah. It was bad. I mean, it was not a like low guarded area that we were escorting them through at that moment. Like that was supposed to be safe sailing. There were a lot of ships opening fire on that black dreadnought and it did nothing. So that wasn't fun to watch. But yeah, I don't think I'm uncommon. He says like looking at around the room as there's like tons of other people around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like you're in good company. No need to feel bad about that. It's been a r- rough time. But, I mean, I guess you guys are working on that, right? So nothing to worry about, he says, and, like, kind of winks at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we do our best, Flint, just like just like ev- every one of us here. <laughs> right, yep. I mean, but, you know, not just like, but yeah, yeah. Are you having any any shadows of memories? Like, anything you can't quite explain? Yeah, you know, um... Kind of. I mentioned that to Evander and he said it's impossible and that it wasn't happening. But I do kind of swear I remember, like, occasionally when I wake up, I feel like I remember parts of the mission and then they kind of just slip away. Anything dark or that you should... Or is it just, like, normal stuff you remember waking? Um, I feel like just normal stuff. Like, I don't think... I don't remember specifically anything really bad, if that makes sense. Like, I just kind of vaguely remember the sense of being with my crew doing that mission. Got it. That is uh, that is very interesting. Have you talked to any of the the other recover uh, any of the other people recovering here? Have, have any anyone else said the same thing about like vague recollections after getting slugged? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's like half of us kind of seem to vaguely have that sense after we get slugged, but it's like deja vu, you know. 
It's like you try to say it's there and it, gri- getting a grip on it, it just kind of slips through your fingers. Yeah. Is anybody, the other people that have these uh, these shadows, do their crews also run into the Black Dreadnought that you know of? Well, I think everyone here basically ran into the Black Dreadnought. Okay. Man, that thing seems to get around. From what we can tell, yeah, it's like the most powerful ship I've ever even seen. Sorry, that was the wrong way to phrase that. It's the most powerful ship a previous version of myself has ever seen or seen in combat. Um, so this is a little bit out of game, maybe, but I feel like it's it's worth noting just so you guys don't, like, chase a wrong thread super hard. The shadows of... A previous life upon resurrecting, I believe Vika did not experience that. I was going to ask to make sure that that was clarified. But it's based on a role. It happens anytime you're slugged. Okay. Oh. It was a phenomenon that people have been kind of ignoring because the ramifications of it are concerning for a very long time. Okay. It's a known a known side effect sort of thing. Gotcha. Okay, that that yeah, that null, that nullifies the trail I was going to go down. I was going to say, is this chaos? Right. I was going to investigate that. Right. And that's where like I could tell you guys were pushing that and I just wanted to be like, just so you know, because <laughs> otherwise we're going to do an hour of this and the end result's going to be really disappointing. <laughs> it's a really good theory. I don't ever want to like shoot those down, but sometimes they're theories that are wrong and I just want to be clear about them. Yeah. And I think Sully would know that since he worked in the cloning. Yeah. And again, it's like, how do you know stuff that should be kind of common knowledge? Right, right no, right. I was just saying, it, he would let the crew know. Well, thank you for talking to us, Flint. I, I know you'll be back flying the, flying the skies in just a short time. And she kind of like claps him on the shoulder. Yeah, once you guys take care of chaos, right? It would seem so. Uh, so we leave. Does anyone else get the sinking feeling that everyone is running out of ideas and it's up to us to do a... Space Hail Mary, Spale Sperry, if you will. <laughs> that I think that was your worst one yet. Just no. I was, I was just thinking that mail. I regret nothing. But yeah, I think I think I I'd have to agree there. I think a lot of a lot of people seem to be counting on us, and I don't I don't know if we have any idea what to do more than they do. Well, I guess let's go plug in these numbers and see if we can come up with anything. All right, so you all are back on your ship, standing around your mm, tactical table, strategic hollow map table. I just called it a hollow table. Uh, standing around the hollow table. The movements of the Black Dreadnought are, like, nearly impossible to follow. It's, like, to the point where if this ship was not so absolutely unique, it would almost seem like there were multiple of them. A comparison here that I, like, kind of put down here is to understand, like, your phased antimatter drive, the way I would imagine that working is it allows you to travel through space as if one space can be traveled through in a straight line and your speed does not kill you. The issue with space travel is going really fast, like just eventually like tears humans apart if you accelerate fast enough, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine that's dampened, but you are still having to fly from point A to point B. At any given point, you are a location on a map. The Black Dreadnought seems to be ignoring those rules largely. It will leave one system and then very quickly, like way too quickly, be back in another system, right? 
So it's going warp 10. Yeah, kind of like you don't know what it is, but whatever thing it is doing, it is somehow cheating the rules that you would know for how quickly travel can happen. Okay. There are battles raging all over the place, but generally what you're able to determine is that it's always where the battles are the worst and where they would be the most contentious that this ship shows up and just tips the battle one way or the other. And it seems random. So it's like intentionally siding with one side in a conflict, it seems like. Yeah, and I mean, technically the Interstellar Council is like being largely controlled by chaos, but... It seems that what the ship is there to do is not so much like decisively win victories so much as it is to tip scales and keep fights going. Does that make sense? Okay. It's like, oh, this seems like a done deal. Now this ship's here. Okay. I was just mean like it's not just unleashing on both sides wherever it shows up on. It's kind like kind of if that would result in that system then like going to war, yes. Okay. So okay. it's not playing on Interstellar Council's side necessarily. No, I didn't think so. Kind of. This is also sort of the MO of inter- of the Interstellar Council. Like this does not seem like a pointed invasion that's trying to conquer certain things. It is random attacks. So are these the worst in that the numbers are the worst because the dreadnought showed up or are they like already just like on borders that are making are that are having insane battles and the dreadnought just amplifies that i think it's a little bit of both hmm. like so from like looking at your map and like tracking how this like larger war is going on What's ending up happening is the result of the Interstellar Council showing up and just starting to scoop up planets at random means that now both the Galactic Alliance and the Imposition have to play more aggressively. Battles are being fought, again, across cold borders, even without the Interstellar Council being there, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Just because there is a need. So basically what you're saying is the Interstellar Council stepped on Mechatolrax and now everyone's pissed at Yes, them. yes. And it's just, but that means now that everyone has to start slapping at each other. So it would be like, okay, there's going to be like a decided victory here. Like a large fleet shows up in favor of one side or another. And then the Black Dreadnought shows up on the other side. And instead of it being a battle where everyone retreats, it becomes a matched battle where everything gets blown up. Does that make sense? Yes. If someone is woefully outnumbered, they just pull back. They don't, like, sit there and get blown up. But now it, like, tips it the other way, so every fight ends up being too evenly matched, Mm -hmm. which just results in more chaos. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's gaining ground in this fight. It's just every border's getting more blurred and smudged and confused. Mm -hmm. So basically, we're doing World War (laughs) One. Yeah. Is there a way from looking at the map to get an idea of what, where it's going to be next? So, kind of. This is a little bit of a, like, crapshoot kind of thing. You can see areas where it is likely. Through, like, running algorithms on this and doing, like, predictive stuff, like, you have a narrow list of guesses of where this might be. And, again, these are always in the worst places. So, it would be heavily guarded planets, in the like or already like sort of at war systems right like i mean battles aren't over in a matter of minutes all the time so i mean these are in like the worst places the places that are the hardest to get and where a random imposition ship just popping in is going to be like tenuous and dangerous um but that would be like your short list of places that it might be 
Are any of those places narratively relevant to our crew? <laughs> like like any of our home planets. <laughs> I want the answer to be yes, but I had not considered that. I was just trying to find the hook. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys are not on a wrong track right now. You're not doing something wrong right now. You're not, like, missing a big glaring thing. There's just, like, scenery to be set here, so you understand the situation that you're getting yourselves into. Yeah. That's all. Here, here's another... I actually have a question about the mechanics of <laughs> phased antimatter space or whatever. Sure. If, if, we're, if we're flying in, uh, like, if we're flying through phase antimatter space and we're like heading to a destination can other ships at that destination see us coming like star trek style or is it they just show up star or sorry star yeah star trek style or do they, they just show up there like star wars style so it's a little bit of both hitting a ship with a missile that is in phased anti-space is not possible but like I said, at any point you are a spot on a map. Could it be like um, by the time by the time someone detects that you're in you're in route, you're pretty much already almost there. It's kind of oh, okay. You know, here's here's a good way to put it. Imagine you're going 300 miles an hour down the highway, and a cop hits you with a radar gun. That cop isn't going to be the one that pulls you over, but one way far down the line might be able to set a trap for you. Does that make sense? Okay. So. If you're flying through somewhere, the place you're flying through might not be immediately attacking you, but they are aware that you flew through. Does that make sense? Okay, so I guess the reason I was thinking is like, if we assembled an armada and just took this at where we think the Black Dreadnought would be, they're not going to really see us coming. No, they they would. Oh, okay. In this case, the difficulty would be you would be assembling an armada and flying it through through a like absolute war gotcha so it would be okay so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the people at the destination that see us it would be people along the way that we pass by that could warn the people before the destination usually the way you guys have been flying missions it's like you're under the radar and no one's paying that much attention to one small ship but it's like the area that you're talking about going into now they have checkpoints up, they're watching, they're keeping track of every ship, because any ship could be a potential threat. Gotcha. Okay. Now there is something worth noticing because of you being there. Well, all of you are sitting around your table kind of trying to decide likely targets, like you have your short list, you hear the screech of the refrigerator being like pulled away from the wall, and uh, slow footsteps coming up the stairs. You turn around and see Loralee. There it is. Outlaw Commander Loralee, how may we help you? She like kind of slowly walks over, sits down slowly. Well, now I hope that you have some good news for me. Well, um, we've been we've been trying to track the Black Dreadnought, who, as you know, has been causing all kinds of trouble throughout the galaxy, and we've come up with a short list of places we think it might show up next. But it's not so short a list that we feel, that at least I don't feel confident just flying in and knowing it's going to be there. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I'll admit, I may have been unfair in some of my mm, assignments. Um, putting you all in charge of stopping chaos, you and the Keepers, single-handedly, probably unfair, but... 
gotta have somebody do it. So yeah, it is a it is a it is a tall order there put on us. It is. Um, but I have faith in all of you. So I like your list here, and I like where your head's at. I see that you've been tracking the Black Dreadnought pretty obsessively, which I appreciate you taking the initiative. Whoever set this whole thing up that's that's mostly been vodka she should get all the credit for that well great job vodka you have been promoted to my new favorite person in charge of stopping chaos vi gives her like a very small like salute (laughs) now granted generally my favorite people end up cursed with horrible assignments so eh. i think we already have that assignment you do you're right now I have, um, I have some solid advice, shall we say. Where you're headed, right, it's pretty toasty warm, and their ears are up looking for anyone to be causing trouble. And talented as all of you may be, I thought you could maybe use some outside assistance. Uh, what did you have in mind? Well, an old friend of the outlaws, and by friend, I mean... The only person aside from your chef who's ever been in the imposition who has not killed us on sight. I happen to know someone who is pretty good at, um, being where they are not supposed to be. All right. So if you want some help getting behind enemy lines, as it was, I have a name and a location. Someone that might be able to help you out. All right. I mean, yeah, we... Definitely take any any help we can get. Great, but I love the plan of you guys trying to chase down the Black Dreadnought. Well, that makes one of us. <laughs> oh, are you guys not sitting with an abundance of confidence? I mean, I just remember our last encounter with it, and uh, it's not a not a not a pleasant proposition. And by everyone else's metrics, that was a complete success as our encounter with it. Comparatively, you all have done very good against Chaos. There was a reason for your promotion besides me wanting someone else to be responsible for this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh, I'm in charge and old. Uh, Sully is not laughing, Zach is finding this hilarious. Anyways, I guess what I know, so far, yeah, no one has been able to even make a dent against that ship. We don't really know how it works or how it's able to move the way that it is. I think reconnaissance might be in order. Learn what you can and maybe find a weak point or place. You know, I mean, the thing can't be sitting in space forever. It has to go someplace in between all these battles, I would assume. So yeah, see what you can find out. And keep in mind, you do command a whole fleet of keepers who I'm sure are ready and willing to attack some big nightmare ship. We'll keep that in mind. Can, can you remind me, what did we let, like, the Keepers went off to do their own thing for now, right? What did, nope. no? They're, like, just hovering around Homestead, basically. Oh, see, I, I thought they kind of, like, went off to do their own thing until yeah. we call on them. No, no, you guys are, like, in charge of them. Camilla basically was, like, we'll ally with the outlaws and collaborate. And so she's like the liaison. Oh, okay. I do remember offering Camilla basically to join. Did, did she accept? No. Not really. No, she's not an outlaw. Okay. But like in terms of the outlaws, it's like basically you guys hired mercenaries that you're responsible for. But yeah, my point here is I don't think the outlaws by ourselves are going to be able to stop this one the way we've kind of managed to stop other wars from starting. If we want to change this, we're going to need help aside from just ourselves, whether that's the keepers or this name that I have for you. 
We need friends in this thing, so keep that in mind. I mean, otherwise, if we didn't do that, the only outlaw would be me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, ma'am. And as you previously established, you don't want to be blamed for this, so that would be a bad thing. True. We'll do you proud, ma'am. I believe you will, or I believe I will blame you if you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't expect anything less. (laughs) That seems entirely fair. Who's the name she gives us? Is it who I think it is? Uh, almost definitely not. Oh, okay. Oh gosh, what name did you expect me to give? I expected it was the guy, the imposition guy that Vika was working with, because that's the only other imposition guy we know. Oh, no, this is not an outlaw. Friendly. Only, only, only imposition person who's never tried to kill the outlaws when he's met them, well, when they've met them. Is it, um... Okay, oh, wait! Peacekeeper Norn? Lay Magistrate Norn! Lay Magistrate, I I wanted to be Lay Magistrate (laughs) Norn, he was great. I know, but unfortunately, Norn is still just on his planet, trying to run his planet desperately. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys are getting a new NPC. Now I feel bad. I'm I not mean, sorry. I like a new NPC. I just got excited that I knew imposition people. I feel like you're doing well, though, Cody. We're excited to, like, revisit your NPCs. Well, that wasn't an accident. Like, that is a goal that I have. But anyways, the name she gives you is Marilla. And um, what is Camilla and Marilla? <laughs> I just like Illa as the end of a name, apparently. Well, I liked Odessa, too. I was like, that's a really pretty name. Uh, the name she gives you is Marilla. And the location is called Core Forged Home. And that's all you guys know without rolling and investigating. Well, I mean, seeing as we've been to Core 5, are they related, I guess, is what I want to know. Well, Core is what is the way uh, uh, the imposition refers to planets. Ah, okay. So you also have this location, like you could see it on your map. Is it by any of our shortlist? No, what this is is totally on the outskirts of anything. This is in the middle of nowhere imposition space. Okay. It is like the Tatooine of this. It is near nothing. So is it more than it is? Is it more nothing than core five? Yeah. Yeah. This is like nothing. Can I make an investigation roll on it? Uh, You can. Nope. That's a solid four. And just for everyone keeping track at home, I got a plus two on that. <laughs> so that was snake eyes. That was snake eyes. I so I'm trying to look for I have a an a. Ability, I think it's like a class ability called Noah Guy. Uh, I believe you do have that class ability. It basically means it means that you always know a guy who has information that can help you. And in this case, you very much know a guy who has information that can help you. He's downstairs. His name's Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> so does that help a roll or <laughs> you can just go talk to Lucy okay. and then you can also roll a little bit. But talking to Lucy is basically free. Okay. Has the commander left? Unless you don't want her to have. She's ponderously making her way out. As she leaves, Sully closes the door and you see like a scoreboard of like compliments we've received from her and he puts one tally under Vika's name. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to keep track of that now. I just realized at the beginning of that scene, all we knew is that we heard the fridge being moved and then Laura Lee showed up. Do we know that she didn't move it herself? Is she just like super strong and we don't know it? <laughs> Laura or. Lee is kind of meant to be like vague in that way, that she's just like this famous killer who's a tiny little old lady and she never acts like anything. It's like a Yoda sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who it is. Just uh, try to fight with Laura Lee sometime, you know. <laughs> Just for funsies. Anyways, uh, Jyla, what are you about? Uh, she's going to go talk to good old Lucy in the kitchen. Hey, everybody can join. 
by the way, because I probably am not going to ask all the questions there are to ask. All right, so you go downstairs. Lucy is standing aboard, uh, like, next to a cutting board station. It's, like, labeled the cutting board shrine. And he's holding his hands out, and each finger is a knife that is just rapidly smashing into the cutting board. <laughs> um, quickly turning, like, a steak with the bone still in it into, uh, like, ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also had just had a vision of him, like, in one of the cuts, he ends up chopping through the board, and he just kind of throws it away, pulls out another board. <laughs> uh, hey, Lucy, you got a second? He turns around, his fingers still, like, actively chopping in midair, and goes, Yes! What can I do for you? Um, well, we just got uh, assigned to do a little bit of reconnaissance, and um, uh, we've got a contact from the Imposition, and I was wondering if you've heard of them. Her name's Marilla. Well, I have heard of Marilla is a rather lovely name from the Imposition, so I have probably heard it before. It is not an uncommon name, but I no one in particular stands out. Where might she live? Coreforge home. Uh, when you say that, his fingers stop chopping him in, in midair, and he doesn't, like, cross himself, but he does, like, do the robot body equivalent of spitting on the ground and says... Now listen, I must caution all of you. This is important. Do not go to Core Forged Home. It is a place of dishonor. A place of thieves and killers and criminals. People who have no love for the imposition or love for anything. They are deviants and wicked. And you should not go there. I mean, we're also outlaws, so... Yes, but... But in... My estimation, you are the good kind of criminals, one that see the issues that come from rigid rules and seek to make things better in spite of those rules. These are the other kind, those that seek profit or personal gain or dishonor. It, but it's still an imposition planet, though? It's it just... is an imposition prison. Oh, are, have you ever been there before? He looks so hurt. He looks so wounded <laughs> that I would even dare to say suggest that he's been there. He like nearly starts crying as he goes. No, no. Now listen, Lucy, Lucy. You have invited me into your home. No, I don't. I don't think she was suggesting you've been in prison. I think she was suggesting that if you've ever visited the. Planet, Maybe you got a sign there. You would think me a guard of prisoners. I. Uh, it seemed. It seemed important to you that they didn't get out so i thought maybe uh, i don't know i didn't mean no harm by it lucy well it is all right i understand you are not part of the imposition and maybe in your culture being imprisoned for disgrace is more normal but for us nothing could be worse it is an empty planet a barren place the only ones there are wicked all right lucy i i hate to break it to you but this is our main lead right now so i think we're we're going to have to go there, and I know it's going to be painful for you, but you're tough, and I think you're going to make through make it through just fine. I mean... I'm just warning you. Couldn't... Uh, oh, what is his name? What is he, like, Grandmaster of the Kitchen? Is that what he named himself? E yeah, I, I don't remember the full, like, pri Prime Master of the First Commissary or whatever thing I said. <laughs> uh, couldn't First Grandmaster of the Commissary, uh, Lucy... Take some shore leave, Captain? I would never dream of leaving this kitchen. I will accept that we must go there, and I will accept that maybe you must speak to someone 
who is on that planet, but they, I say they will never set foot in the domain of Lucy, first chief master of this commissary. All right, I think we can probably come to an accord on that. What say you folks? Oh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose we can we can figure that out. Uh, Lucy, uh, point of order. Uh, what crimes consider committing dishonor in the imposition's eyes? Well, the list is long. Killing someone who is not meant to be killed, that's a high one. I think most places agree with that one, yes. <laughs> right. Stealing anything. Speaking against the imposition. That's also pretty high up there. Also, there is failing to defend yourself. There is not following a direct order. There is... I'm familiar with that one. <laughs> correct. There is also not showing the proper vigor and enthusiasm for the imposition. Um, the list goes on. Oh, and uh, don't forget heresy. That's got to be a big one. No, heresy's fine. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> we love heresy in the imposition. Really get some good debates out of it. <laughs> There's being a heretic and then also not being a heretic, both right away in prison. <laughs> Overcooking fish, prison. <laughs> Undercooking fish, also prison. <laughs> so as long as you're okay and been warned, I just want to make sure you're okay. I will stay on the ship. I will clean it twice when we depart and I will not like it, but I am committed to this vessel. So does that mean you know a Marilla on Corforged Home? I would never Think to know a single person who has ever been accused of a crime. Okay. All right. Almost as bad as asking me if I have been one myself. Generally, knowing a criminal is another reason to be sent to prison. Sounds like they're a big happy family over there. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. You can also find us on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaw.